Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Machine, Doctor Who Edition. I am your host, Jasmine, and today we're going to be talking about Doctor Who's Season 8. And it's so much to go into. So, of course, I had to bring along Adelaide. Hello, Adelaide. Hi, Jasmine. So, this season, we have Clara back, and we meet Danny Pink. Did you like Danny? I loved Danny. I liked him a lot. I was really, like, you can tell by my sad voice that I was very sad to see him go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care about Danny. Oh, well, all right then. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to care about Danny, but it was just like, mm, no. No one cares. Um. So why did you like Danny? I personally, I like any, I like any character that is a love interest that is not the doctor. And I'm tired of them falling in love with the doctor. I'm also tired of them having romances that are secondary to the doctor. So I would have liked to see him come up more. And that episode with his, um, with his death, for lack of a better term, which I think, is that the one where he stays dead? I can't remember anymore. Um, well, he dies a few times. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, the one with his like actual, I don't know, never mind. No actual death. I don't know how to continue with that phrase. Um, <laughs> that one, the one of the episodes with his death, where his Clara's in deep mourning. I felt like that was a really good one to have, even if it was very sad to see. Um, and let's talk about the phone call that the. 11th doctor gives Clara so that she can stay with the 12th doctor. Did you like the phone call? Yes, I actually did. I felt um, usually those sort of things in writing kind of bother me, but seeing how Clara was reacting to the 12th doctor. Um, well, yeah, you get a nice semi hot guy and then you get this old man. And then suddenly he's old. Not just old, he's old and grumpy. I liked 12, okay? Shush. Um, <laughs> I liked him. I liked old Grumpy 12. Like, he might as well have just been saying, get off my lawn the whole time. Exactly. That's why I liked him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think having the 11th Doctor call her and say, you know, he needs you. And it's basically a nice, it's a it's a wake-up call for her to stop being such a little vain asshole, so... Well, and I really liked that when um, the 12th Doctor came out and was like, yeah, so who are you talking to? And she's like, oh, you shouldn't be eavesdropping. And he's like, Clara, it's me. I'm right in front of you. I know I called you. <laughs> it's me. I remember doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, and she just looks like dumbfounded. But it's just like, I, I, I would have to agree with Clara in this instance. Because how do you move from the person... That would be like if the person who you care about comes to you and is in a completely different face. It, yes, it would... I I understand that it would be very jarring. I just felt like that was really necessary for him to say, uh, I'm still... You know, it's still me in a way. It's a different person and it's a different personality, but I am still in there. And it was very... It was, it kind of, like, she's definitely a caretaker. Of all of the, of all of the companions, she's definitely a caretaker. And it was a good mm -hmm. way to kind of link that caretaking nature that she has to the doctor. 
because he does need her and he always needs companions and that was definitely a point in time where he needed a companion right definitely <sighs> um and let's go to the clockwork droids coming up again do you like these uh yes and no mostly because i like anything steampunk so i'm easy to win over in that regard <laughs> um i don't know i think at this point they're overused like because they were supposed to be a one-off thing and of course we could say that about any villain <coughs> cyberman <coughs> <laughs> Well, at least they had the excuse that everyone evolves to do Cybermen. Like, who is all, is like, just building these steampunk? Like, at a certain point, you would think that they would evolve. Like, to not be steampunk anymore. But steampunk is cool. That's that's the main reason why we continue to do that. Steampunk well, I understand cool. that steampunk is cool. Whatever. But <laughs> You don't agree, I take it. <laughs> but, like, we get it. There's steampunk clockwork man can we get an upgrade or at least a different version of steam like give me actual steam or something i think if they upgraded them they would be cybermen that's the problem mm, that is possible um we get missy this season did you like missy yes i love missy I sent my friend because this is at this point I hadn't seen any of this before watching it for this uh, for the podcast so I hadn't seen any of these episodes I hadn't seen Missy I hadn't seen the 12th Doctor I'd heard about him and I've heard reviews but I hadn't seen him Missy the minute she was in the show and the minute her identity was revealed I sent my friend a text message that was in all caps I love Missy and she wrote back yeah my husband loved her too and for some and she's really fun to watch so it we got into a long conversation about how awesome Missy is. Um, we also have the Daleks return again. I love it. Even in my notes, I'm like, da, 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 again. <laughs> Were you excited to see the Daleks? Am I ever excited to see the Daleks? I mean, I thought it was an interesting reveal. Uh, okay, wait, which reveal was this? Um, have we found out the Daleks were the people in heaven? No, sorry, that was Cyberman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I can't yeah, they're for that. yeah, they are basically one and the same. Um, the Daleks came back in a good Dalek. Um, when the Dalek turned good and started killing his own. All right, guess it was very memorable for you. Yeah, it was, it was thrilling. <laughs> Absolutely my favorite episode. What happened in it? <laughs> uh, when the Dalek like, um, decides to join the Doctor's team and starts to kill his own race. Yeah, see, I remember that, but at the same time, I don't. So, it's, it's dialects. You know, they're vacuums with plungers. <laughs> um, and we also get Heaven this season or they were calling it heaven the promised land oh the... yes 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 that's the one with the danny pink death mm -hmm. that i was talking about yeah yeah that's that was the, the final death liked. yeah did you like when we went to heaven yes actually that was very it was a very interesting concept and a very creative one that i appreciated even if it ended up being cybermen mm-hmm 
because like that ruined me like that is the reason i refuse to be cremated right that like i was like i need to rethink my my wills at this point let's not do this <laughs> um i thought it was great and like we danny died uh finally this was his final death and i didn't care like i wanted like i was sad for clara but then she blackmailed the doctor and i was like yep clara sucks how did you feel when clara tried to blackmail the doctor um, well, I mean, the doctor does so much crap, so, you know, I'm okay with it. Yeah, but the doctor is also an immortal, basically, time and space person. Like, you can give him some leeway versus Clara, who's like, yeah, I'll do this if you don't help me with Danny. And then he's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it, but I will help you. And she's like, you would help me after I tried to blackmail you? And he basically went into parent mode. Like, yeah, I'm disappointed, but what else am I gonna do? I, yeah, I liked it, um... <laughs> That was the, I don't know. I really, I liked the scene, actually. I didn't care much about Clara's, like, I didn't really care how that impacted her character for me. Um, because I'm okay with the doctor breaking his, like, he breaks his own rules all the time. And suddenly when it's for somebody else, he won't do it. Or when it's for Clara, he won't do it. Or some, you know, he still eventually does this anyway. So we can try it. Why not? And, um. I liked the I liked the turnaround of do you really think that patch would have affected me? <laughs> um and Clara is a teacher now. Were you surprised that she went to become a teacher after being a nanny and having no skills or degree? I'm surprised anybody would willingly become a teacher or a nanny, so I don't Well, know. my problem was it takes time and a degree to become a teacher. When did she have the time to get this degree? I want to argue, but I also want to say, or I want to agree, but I also want to say time travel. Right, but, like, was she studying, like, and taking tests in between these adventures? I have no idea. I assume, I I would have liked to see her just stay as a nanny, just because, um, that it wouldn't have to have this, this continuity issue of, well, when did you become a teacher? When did you get hired? How did you get hired? Is it just out of pure experience? Are you like a are you like an attending right now? What's going on here? Well, no, like because I was going to do education and it's a lot. Like, and I don't know if Britain just lets people walk in and become teachers. Because if so, I, I can definitely move there. <laughs> but like, it's it was just weird to me that like she just walked in one day and was like, "Yeah, I can teach." Like, do you know how much work it is to be a teacher? You know the level of patience and, like, everything that you need to have to be a teacher? I mean, I... I don't know. Like, know maybe I'm just... Right now, with, like, I have, a, I have a bachelor's degree in English, and right now I'm only qualified to be a substitute teacher because I don't even have a teaching certificate. So I could be an over-glorified babysitter. But That'd I can't be awesome. Teach. I know, right? Like, yeah, um, just do whatever. I'm gonna just read this. Here, I'm, I'll be on my phone on Facebook. Watch this movie. Mm. Oh, my favorite substitute was this guy who was doing a fight club with the students. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he got arrested. It was hilarious. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like I need more information about this substitute fight club going on here. <laughs> Um, the AI interface in Death in Heaven. How did you feel about Seb? I liked him, actually. The the little AI interface guys. Mm-hmm. They were fun. They were quirky. They 
which you know is necessary when you're talking to someone's consciousness that you've just stolen after death and said hey uh yeah you're dead now here's how this works i thought that was really um it's a necessary bit of humor when you're dealing with that sort of thing Hmm. Eh, i don't know because i feel like it would bother me if one clara had a conversation with danny pink after he was dead like in heaven and the guy was like yeah you got a phone call we usually don't get phone calls this soon this soon (sighs) that's what i was thinking like how many calls to heaven are you getting like and at that point we didn't know what was happening so i'm gonna keep calling to heaven yeah that but how many phone calls like heaven in my opinion but okay I don't know, cause it it depends. It it depends on what you wanted from heaven, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But the fact that everyone was there would have been my first question. Like, is this everyone's heaven, or is this just a way station, or what's going on? What's See, going on? That with was this? actually my initial thought: is that it was like a it was like a limbo area, and that they were gonna like try to get him out in that way mm-hmm. before he progressed further in. And then we got to see the city overlooking and everything. Oh, the city was so cool, actually. The way it was... I really liked how it was very clearly inside of, like, an orb where you look out and you see the city curving. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was... I'm surprised that the doc... Well, probably the doctor wouldn't be able to do that. Um, but let's go back and talk about Courtney. Did you like Courtney? gonna say no because my memory is absolutely lacking um courtney was the kid that the doctor kept taking on different trips well he took her on two trips and like he told her she wasn't special but she actually was and uh, i don't remember what was special about her Hmm. but a plus writing if we both remember very well I guess that's another shot because that was another dig, guys. <laughs> Take a bite of your livers, everyone. Um, but Courtney, she was just a little girl who was a little thief, and like I will say, I do have to take offense with the fact that she was a black girl and was a thief. But I have absolutely no memory of this child. Yeah, she was a pre- it was a predominantly white school. And she was a special kid, and she was a black kid who got upset with Clara because Clara said that she wasn't special at all, even though, like, the doctor had already said she was special and blah, blah, blah. And then she started stealing. Okay, like, I'm starting to remember her. I don't remember the this, this stealing thing, but I, I think I remember her now, at least. But yeah, that was a... That was a... Yeah. That's a that's another slight on Moffat, I think. Here you go, have another drink. <laughs> But I just, I don't know. Like I said, it was ridiculous. And I I don't, other than that, I didn't care about Courtney. I don't remember her storyline. I just remember, like, really? That's what we're doing now? Yep. Well, that's, you know, that's Moffat for you. How is that liver, everyone? Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Are you in the hospital yet? <laughs> um, Clara leaves the doctor because she wants a normal life with Danny Pink. Uh, did you think she was going to be gone forever? No. God, no. They never are. Well, no. Martha was gone forever. That's true. Martha escaped and had a good life <laughs> after that. 
And what was it? Um, Amy and Rory technically left the doctor, albeit questionable circumstances. And yeah. You're going to have to repeat that. My stupid internet did the thing again. <laughs> uh, uh, Amy and Rory left the doctor, technically. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was someone else who left the doctor. Um, it's a cat when they don't leave of their own free will. Well, that is true. So technically, yes. <laughs> no one leaves the doctor then, except Martha. <laughs> yeah, really. She's the only one who left of her own her own volition and was like, no, I'm, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be the, the rebound. Bye. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about Clara returning. So Clara left and then was like, yeah, no, I'm gone. And then she comes back. Were you surprised? Nope. <laughs> That's usually what they do. Um, let's talk about Robin Hood. Did you like that episode? Yes, if I'm remembering correctly. And we also got to see the little girl who the doctor gave immortality to. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Young Arya Stark. And the problem with that episode was... And this is something that I'm glad that they thought of because I didn't think of it. That she, like, she has a long life, but oh, yeah. she didn't have a memory to match it. So she yes. had forgotten who she was and she was just calling herself me. I really, really liked her character. I really liked seeing her through the other seasons, too. She um, she actually really quickly became one of my favorite characters because she tries... To me, she's like the average person that when you gain immortality, that's kind of how you become. You, you don't keep this memory of yourself. You don't keep an eternal memory. You're not going to be able to remember things. I mean... I can barely remember things that happened 10 years ago, and I'm only 28. So that should tell you something. Um, (laughs) But, you know, she does things, and she tries to help people, but she also tries to help people in a way that is not necessarily the most successful or the wisest. And it's really interesting to see how someone with immortality achieves that. Um, and I don't, I don't think this is the one, correct me if I'm wrong, but was she the one who was writing books to remind herself of who she was? Yes, she writes journals, and then she says something, like, later she says, oh yeah, I've been reading my journals, and they're very interesting, and I I don't remember some of this stuff, and I actually thought that was really cute, too. I really liked her. I think, honestly, it would have been interesting if she had published those books, like, a fiction series. Oh, that would have been awesome. I actually... (laughs) Even if they don't publish it as like a fiction series, I would like to see those books and just in general have them come out as like hers, like me's journals or something. The journal mm-hmm. of me as a side series for Doctor Who. That, that, uh, I'm telling Doctor Who can spawn several spinoffs. I know, right? There's so many that they could do and they should have done, but they mm-hmm. didn't. Like the Doctor's Daughter. Or River Song. Or River Song, exactly. Like, so many things out there. So many possibilities. Um, and the TARDIS defense mechanism. Did you enjoy that? Uh, which one? <laughs> um, I think episode 9, when the TARDIS entered siege mode because the creature kept attacking it. Oh, yes. I, I like, I don't know, I like the TARDIS. Once it was, like, a clear character and how clear it is that it's alive... Uh, the TARDIS became kind of like a, I hate to say it this way, but it's kind of like that. 
it's kind of like the pet that you really like that has a lot more personality. Mm-hmm. Becomes a second sidekick. Um, and this was basically about the two-dimensional, um, it was a universe of two dimensions, and they were snatching things from the third dimension. Did you like that episode? I feel like I should remember that one. Uh, so many things are blurring together. I'm remembering things from, like, season nine right now, and I know I'm way off point. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, the reason I'm thinking about it was because it was the whole two-dimensional thing, which is the reason it triggered the the TARDIS to basically, like, something's wrong, it's no dimensions here, I have to defend myself. Yeah, I did, yeah, I liked it, uh, from what I remember of it, at least. <laughs> because, remember, they come from at least the fourth dimension. They do, yes, because they have, um, I don't know, maybe I should go rewatch that one. <laughs> Um, and let's move right along to the death of Danny, Osgood, and Seb. So, Seb dies once the Nether Spear is destroyed. Danny dies. Uh, I don't even remember. Do you remember how Danny died? Am I thinking of the right one? I don't know. He died enough to not even remember. Because the only one I'm remembering is the the Cyberman one, where his consciousness was put into the Cyberman, and that's how yeah, that was the last episode. Oh, Dark Water. That's when he was killed. Okay. Yes, that was when he like um. That was his final death. Yeah, that was when he. One person was allowed to come back. He's got that the the bracelet. Uh, one person came back. Yeah, and he sends the little boy he killed. Yeah, he sends the kid. My problem with that, okay. How long and, has that kid been dead, and are his parents still right, alive? Right, that's what I was thinking. Like, like who was gonna take care, like help him find his parents? It's okay. been at least ten years. Okay, first of all, it's been yeah. First of all, it's been ten years. Second of all, what country? And third of all, um, are they still alive? And but, I mean, I guess because the doctor does time travel, they oh, can that's always true. he could bring them back. Right, but two of them still like I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I don't know. How would you feel if that happened? Like, the person that you loved, you gave them this bracelet. They can come back to life. It's only one shot. And they sent the little kid. I want to say I would be upset. Um, I kind of admire the selflessness that that it took to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or guilt, depending, because it was actually primarily motivated by guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I would... I would be very disappointed. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed. And, you know, I'm... Terrible for saying that, blah blah blah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I still would, I think I would admire, in some way, I would admire that it took that. It, it would be brave to send back the little kid that he Over felt yourself, some obligation yeah. to. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, like you said, I think it was just that he wanted to absolve his conscience and not. I. This is my problem, and this is the thing that I say about telling the truth. If the truth is only to alleviate your conscience, then it's not a good it's not a good thing to do. If you're only doing it because you want to feel better, but you're putting that burden on another person, it's it's weird to me, if you get what I mean. I do. I, I kind of agree because you know it's not motivated it's not motivated by a pure sense of justice in a way. It's motivated by I wronged this kid and I need to make it up. 
and I need to feel better about myself and my life by doing it this way. But I'm already dead, so she's going to have to do it for me. Right. And on the one hand, yeah, he did wrong the kid, and he does probably need to fix that. On the other hand, you've just put He's it already dead. Like, both of you are already dead. Yeah, you're both dead now. So, you know, maybe take care of him in the afterlife or something. And feel, I, did the kid guilty, forgive him or something? Him. Like, what happened with that? I don't remember. He was, well, Danny was in war. And so I think, mm-hmm. I think. And he was caught in a, the kid was caught in a crossfire. Yeah, I think he was just like, you know, casualty of war, which happens. And I understand. I totally understand Danny being upset about that. I, I'm not a soldier. I couldn't be one, guys. I'll stop there. <laughs> but it, I don't know. I, I think that's what bothered me. Um, let's go to the fourth of the night. That episode was when the trees grew around the world. Okay. Did you you expect this episode to be good? I did not, actually. I didn't expect it to be as... And I actually really liked it. Um, I will say that because of the title, and because one of my classes had me memorize uh, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright, that poem, yeah, that was in my head the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that one of the girls can speak to the trees and the trees can speak through her and they basically tell the doctor, yeah, we're just protecting y'all. Relax. (laughs) That was cute. Uh, I liked this episode. I thought it was adorable. It was probably one of the better ones that this doctor, um, and Clara had together. Yeah, I agree. I think, um one of the i think like the only issue if you could find one with this episode would be the little girl you know how when they say to not ignore the voices or to uh listen to the voices mm-hmm. i think that was my like only issue with that like when a little kid's telling you they hear something you need to listen to it and well yes that's probably true when a little kid is telling you something that sounds a little outlandish you should probably listen to it their imagination might be I mean, that little bit of imagination that sounds so wild is probably on a seed of something that's actually happening and they don't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I read it in that way, but I also know that you could read it in the way that's like, you know... Children of the corn. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. That is, a ver- yeah. <laughs> that is a very old movie if you haven't seen it. <laughs> um... The final episode, we find out that the Cybermen are going to detonate themselves in uh, in Britain. Which, again, begs the question, why aren't people leaving? But then they also like, yeah, we're going to go around Britain and all of the major cities of the world. And I was like, okay, I appreciated that note. Me too. Because when it's just Britain, it's like, okay, you're making that a global threat. When you guys are, I understand you guys, you know, you're you were an empire. But also remember that you're a tiny island. <laughs> so chill out, please. And they're like, yeah, we're going to detonate. And then we're going to just make other Cybermen from the rainfall because we have nanites in ourselves. And this is where, like, all of the Cybermen go up and explode to stop the rainfall. Which I thought the Cybermen were supposed to be on one of one mind. Was I the only one who was thinking that? No, because they reference hive mind all the time. That they're of it's a big it's a big hive mind. They all have this neural network that they connect to and thus they all so no, you're not wrong. Like so it was weird to me that they like a whole segment of Cybermen, enough to stop this plan, 
were able to break away and be fine and like decide that they wanted to sacrifice themselves. And I did appreciate the um what is it? The the what the woman's father being the one who saved her. Oh yes, that was really really sweet. Um oh, it's a couple more things that we got to mention and then we're done. So Missy who is revealed as master. <laughs> I couldn't I very well call scene. myself master anymore. <laughs> Why not? Come on, girl. Do it. Uh, Missy is short for mistress. <laughs> I know. I love I love Missy so much. Mm. She's one of those villains that's just really fun to love. Right. But also, like, the master was a lot of fun, too, so I'm not surprised <laughs> I like Missy. Uh, but, um, Missy basically tries to take over the world and fails again hmm. like it's some things at a certain point you're like maybe this isn't my calling yeah maybe i should stop and take up like knitting, knitting. or something <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh missy is seemingly disintegrated by a final fi- uh a final cyberman man Ugh. and clara and the doctor beat each other farewell oh the uh, missy gives the doctor a gift which yes. are the coordinates to Gallifrey. Did you think this was actually going to be Gallifrey? Yes and no. I felt like I felt like there was some truth to it, but I also felt like there it's too early for it to be Gallifrey. Um no. This was season 8, so yes, we had it was put still it kind of early in him in the 8th Doctor's line. True. Um I I was of two minds about it as well. And when we actually, when he actually went there and saw just the emptiness, like the, he was like a kid on Christmas morning who had just been left a lump of coal. And I was just brokenhearted for him. What about you? I was too. And you know, he goes through, and this is a reoccurring thing for him. He goes through his whole life, I guess, thinking that he's the last one left and then he's got a missy who is insane and tries to kill him yeah what's a few murders between friends (laughs) you know when you can regenerate i guess murder's not that big of a deal uh but he goes through that and missy the only other time lord time lady out there is kind of off her rocker a little bit and i guess you know seeing him so sad because the coordinates didn't pan out the way he thought they would. It's just you're reminded that he's lonely. Above all things, that he's lonely. And I think the worst part about this episode was the ending where Clara basically says, yeah, Danny came back to life lying to the doctor. And then the doctor says, yeah, I found Gallifrey lying to Clara. And they're both lying to each other to try to protect the other's feelings. I liked the, um, the hug that they shared there mm-hmm. to hide each other's face or hide, to hide their faces from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that you want to talk about about this season? Um, just one point on that episode was that I wanted to bring up was that Missy did all of that. She brought all of the Cybermen there and then she hands the doctor the control and says, I gave you an army. 
I did all this for you. Hmm. I thought that was really... I don't know how genuine she was when she says that, but on the other hand, I feel like that was a really, really good thing for her to have done. A really good character thing to see, and to see how the Doctor reacted to that, and a really good, um, a really interesting development there. Hmm. I agree. It was very interesting. And like we said, Missy is probably amazing. <laughs> I love Missy. Uh. <laughs> Is there anything else that we need to talk about about season seven, eight? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's it. Mm, if we forgot anything, let us know in the comments. Um, you can tweet me at OP Jasmine. You can tweet Adelaide at OP Addy. You can tweet the show at Real OP Tweets. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Let us know. Um, um, follow us on Facebook. Check out the website and let us know if there's anything that we've forgotten. Thanks, guys. Bye.